Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. It's your daily episode and it's Friday. Friday! I'm really excited for Friday. Okay, this is a side note, personal observation moment. You know when everything isn't going terribly wrong and you're like, oh, am I happy? Because nothing terrible has happened today? That feeling scares me because I'm just waiting for something terrible to happen. Is that some type of mental problem? Do I have an issue with that? Because that happened yesterday and I was like, oh, no. Like, I'm not scared of something bad happening or dealing with the fact that some something bad did happen. And I was just kind of like, what is this feeling? So sudden and new. I don't know. It, I don't know if, if anyone else has that. Can you DM me and talk about it? I don't know what that is, but I have that. So that really gives you an insight into my mental state. <laughs> okay, we got to jump straight in. Okay, I warned you yesterday. Will there be Taylor news today? Yes. Will half this podcast be about me updating you on what's been happening? Yes. Am I sorry? No. Are you welcome? Yes, you are. You are welcome. Okay, so let's jump into it. So my best friend, Taylor, she's in Sydney, Sydney, and um, basically there was a lovely little storm. Um, I actually spoke to my mother yesterday, and she let me know that she did not have a storm, so it was very specific to Sydney, and I said, Mom, you're nowhere near Sydney. She goes, well, that tracks, doesn't it, dear? And I was like, yep, it does. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so basically her show was delayed a little bit and because there was lightning, it was a lightning situation and essentially what happened is her opener, Sabrina Carpenter, who I love, um, didn't get to do her opening set. They they just had to skip it because even Taylor went on 20 minutes late because of the lightning. So then during the surprise song section, and if you don't know, the surprise song is where um, Taylor basically does two surprise songs, one on the piano, one on the guitar, and well, one on the guitar, one on the piano, and it's basically like she gets to pick whatever song she wants to do, and she's been trying to do songs she's never done. I think she's, I don't know how many she's done at this point. She might have done, she's definitely not done all of them, but anyway... She last night brought out Sabrina to do a surprise song with her because she missed her set. And I'm just like, it's that type of consideration. It's like, you just, you'd never see a pop star do that. You would never see that happen. Them bring their opener out because the opener missed their set. Like, you would never see that. So anyway, she came out. She did White Horse and Coney Island, two of my fave songs with Taylor. And then Taylor... Um, then Sabrina went bye-bye when Taylor did her second surprise song. And then Travis was there. Travis Kelsey was there. Look, Travi, Travi father was there and he has not disappointed. He went to the zoo the day before. Taylor even referenced going to the zoo in her show. She was like, 
you know, we were talking about this while we we're at the zoo. We love the zoo. We've been to the zoo every single day we've had off. We love the zoo. She's a big kangaroo fan, which I think is hilarious because I was outside yesterday. <laughs> Many Australians look at them as essentially rodents because <laughs> they destroy our backyards. <laughs> no, we love them. We're not trying to hurt them. I'm just saying, you know, they are pesky animals um, to a lot of Australians. Anyway, um, then she, she did an incredible job at her show. She did not do the Sydney chant. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, that's fine. She didn't do it, but she kind of like acknowledged it with a head nod because everyone was doing it around her. But like she'd also then if she had to do it, she would have to do it every night for Sydney. And it's just kind of like that's a lot of work. I think people don't realize how much work it is to change something in the show like that that's audio that's and you know I feel like she's also one of those people who was like I don't want to recreate a moment in history like I had a moment in history that's like that's great that you guys loved it but I don't want to recreate it I want to leave it as it was and then Travis was there after the show well before the end of the show did she say karma is the guy on the chiefs coming straight home to me yes she did yes she did because who was there Travis he was having a grand old time he was having a drink he was having some fun he was hanging out with all the fans he was being very nice very very involved engaged um and then afterwards he waited for I think it's so sweet to watch him just wait for her he just stands there and waits for her right before she disappears. And she kissed him. She did it. She kissed him. It was it was a big moment for me watching mom and dad just like, I'm just so excited for her. Like, I'm like, finally, like, we just don't care anymore. We don't care anymore. We'll, we'll keep what we want private. But at the end of the day, we don't care. You see us have fun. I'm good. I just love this energy for her. And I love this for him. Mind you, I don't really know him. And many people in my life, mainly men, yell at me that he's like, this whole situation is like all these things, all these opinions of Travis Kelsey. I'm like, I don't care. So far right now, he's dad. And unless he wants to be, you know, ex-dad, he will behave. So whatever. I can't wait for the album inspired by this relationship, which will be the next, next album, I'm sure. Not, not Tortured Poets. Um, anyway, that's what Taylor was up to. Now, here's some other Taylor expanded news, right? Who went to the show? Rita Ora. Her, I think they're, that's her fiance. Her husband. Rita Ora's husband uh, also went. And then... Guess who went? Guess who went? Katy Perry. Now, if you know, Katy Perry and Taylor Swift were like the media made them have a feud. They didn't really, I think, have one in real life. I think the media perpetuated the whole thing. It was over backup dancers. Anyway, Katy Perry was there. They took a picture together. Katy definitely posted all over her Instagram. And it was it was she. I love the support. I love the support. I love the celebrities wanting to go to this tour just as much as us normal folks. And it just shows you, like, everyone wants to go to the heiress tour. Would I want to go again? Yes. Can I ever afford to do that? No, because it's probably a million dollars. So I I don't think I'll ever – that is depressingly sad. The fact that I will never go to the heiress tour again depresses me. 
majorly. And I don't know what to do about it. I'm actually going to a dark place now thinking about it. But I was so blessed to be able to go when she was in L.A. I, I can't go to Europe to see her. It's not it's not in the schedule. It's not possible in the next foreseeable year to do that, unfortunately, with the life we got going on. But when she does those three extra states or cities, I think it's I think the three cities. I, don't, I forget where it is. One's Florida. Is one Indiana? And at the very end of the international tour, she comes back to the U.S. I wonder if she'll throw in another date. If she does, I'll try and go. But here's the thing. When you try and do something outside of the state where you're at, it's expensive. Like you got to play hotels. You got to pay flights. And they jack those things up the second there's a date there. So is it realistic? No. No, because I don't believe in spending thousands of dollars on hotels just to see Taylor. I just don't do I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I can't subscribe to it. It's annoying, but I can't. And I, I understand what a disappointment that is. Was it the best night of my life? I, yes. Yes. Have I been proposed to and this beat that? Yes. Why? Because she understands me better than any man ever could. And I'm going to die on that hill. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. I, if I had a TED Talk, Taylor Swift would be involved. In fact, I do wonder if it would just be Taylor Swift lyrics. My TED Talk. I, I was probably plagiarism. But anyway, moving swiftly on, everyone was there to support Miss Swift. Sorry, Dr. Swift. And I was here for it. I was here for it. I think it's great. I think you should be. She's busy. She's loving Sydney. How economy is popping. Hopefully, I don't actually have word on that. It's, I mean, the Australian media, when they run with something, they run with something. Like, that's something you can say about our media. And it, we tend to be, this is my take on it as an Australian, we tend to be a little bit less political and a little bit more <laughs> Australian. Like, like, it's just, it's very different. Like, like, it's just the energy I think especially the people we have in media bring to, to news stories is different. And I love it. I think it's wildly entertaining. Um, everyone is trying to capitalize in Australia off of Taylor being there. So get your coin. Do you? Figure it out. Have a fun time. Okay. Next, I want to talk about the controversial in my opinion, lovely, Meghan Markle. I got a lot of hate. You guys didn't like that I liked Meghan. What's that about? I don't not like her. She's never done anything to me. I've never seen her do anything horrible. Harry didn't have to leave his family. He chose to because of things they did to him. Like, no, you guys, you're fine. You can have your own opinions. I'm not mad at you if you don't like her. That's okay. You can, you can feel however you want to feel, but I don't know if I agree with hating on someone when she hasn't really done anything. So anyway, Megan is out and about and I have a theory. I am very good at like PR predictions. Like I don't talk about it. I'm never going to talk about it. It's not going to be something I start doing. But I'm very good at looking at the news, like the celeb news and going, oh, okay. They're about to launch something. Oh, okay. They're about to like start dating and it might not be real but they're about to launch it like I'm very good at looking at small things that make the headlines then going oh this was planted 
This is about to be X, Y, Z. And I'm very good at getting it right. So all I have to say is I, Meghan Markle, if Meghan Markle does not want to be seen, Meghan Markle will not be seen because it's the Taylor Swift thing. If Taylor Swift does not want to be seen, she will not be seen. It's the same thing with Meghan Markle. And two days in a row, she has gone to incredibly prominent places for lunch and dinner in Beverly Hills. And here's what I will say. First of all, she looked beautiful. She's a stunning woman. Second of all, I think she is gearing up to make a more public life. I think she is gearing up to to become a celebrity. I think she's be, been a royal. She was a celebrity. Then she became a royal, left her acting life behind to become a royal. Like, let's get that clear. Homegirl abandoned her career to marry this man. And we always look at it as the other way around that Harry gave up his family for her. Let's be very clear. The first person who gave anything up was her. She gave up her privacy. She gave up her normal life. and She gave up her career for a less well-paid job. Like, she would be paid a lot of money, especially Megan was at the height. Like, Suits was kind of Suits was oh she had left Suits but at the same time it was being it was be- still very popular and now like is one of the most rewatched shows on Netflix so like Suits maintained a, a like a level of notoriety and it kept climbing here's the thing I think if Megan jumped back into a TV show her acting career even a philanthropy position that was very high profile like it was more relatable accessible people more understanding of what she was trying to accomplish I think her relatability factor would go through the roof I think though she's she's about to launch something whether it's I don't know a show a documentary a documentary would go wild if they did a documentary following something more grounded than that that interview documentary thing that Netflix did if they did something a little more everyday life um maybe revolving around maybe in it Megan has a podcast and it follows the behind the scenes of that like people are interested in what we don't show them and I think again like the humbling nitty-gritty is relatable it just is anyway Megan is gearing up to do something mark my words it's coming it's coming it's been a long time coming but that's Taylor Swift reference okay I support it she's 42 she has kids she's she's doing her Megan whatever you do I hope it's great and I I'll be watching power to you girl also you looked cute at your dinners and your lunches this is something we have to discuss Who has been watching Love is Blind? I have. I'm not finished with the episodes that are currently out. I'm not. So I'm not really going to spoil anything. What can I say? Is Love Blind? Absolutely freaking not. It is not blind. I'll tell you that for free right now. At the same time, I think people go on that show to become influencers. I mean, they just do. I think it just is the situation. People go on that show 90% of the time, just like they do The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, 
to become influencers, to become a public figure. And some of them will be very honest with you about it. And it's just the truth. Um, Unfortunately, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette's ratings have kind of plummeted. So it shows like, you know, it shows like that, that are like love is blind, that are kind of taking an upswing because people are like, oh, no one's on this to be an influencer. No, they are. Like you look at every one of them who was on it. They're an influencer now. That's their full time career. Look, being an influencer is not easy. I, I don't know. Be careful with what you wish for. Okay, so basically on Love is Blind, there was a little bit of a scandal that hit the headlines today. Jeremy, he allegedly, there was a Facebook post went, that went around of the mother of the girl he used to date posted that he went on the show when he was still with her daughter. And he's come out and he's denied it and said all these that like absolutely not true. And Jeremy ends up getting engaged on the show I won't say who to because god forbid like you guys are at a spot and you don't want want to hear it I totally understand it um but yeah this is what I have to say there was a moment okay so Jeremy pop off do you figure it out you probably were involved with someone and being cheeky like you clearly like where there's smoke there's usually fire but here's here's a gossipy moment that was on love is blind and I just finished this episode there's and I mix up all their names so I can't even use their names all right so there's two girls and a guy and they're both um basically waiting to see if he proposes except this one girl has another guy all right and there's this one girl she's hot as hell like she's well they're to be clear they're both stunning but the person he turns down is it Jimmy Jimmy turns down yeah Jimmy turns, I forget their names. One girl's name is Chelsea. I forget if the other girl's name is Jess. Jessica, maybe. I'm guessing. Anyway, Jimmy turns down Jess. Like, he's like, I'm in love with someone else. Now, let's be clear. Now, I'm not one to, like, rate anyone's looks. (laughs) Jimmy (laughs) was in no position based on the personality he was giving to be have two girls <laughs> fighting over him. And I love Jess because she was like, I'm not going to fight for you. I'm not going to try and win you over. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? I admired this chick so much. She is a daughter. She knows who she is. She knows what she wants. And she took a chance on Jimmy. She took it. And I'm just, I'm so glad she walked away. She walked away. She is going to find someone so incredible who deserves her and maybe going on this show someone sees her and dms her and then she finds her husband that way like maybe maybe it still was worth the time of her taking that time away from her kid because that's what's going to happen I hope that for her I think she was a gem of a person I related so much to her personality and she was just like no I am not gonna be some chick who sits here waiting for you to deliberate over who you love more absolutely not I'm out and this was only, and this is, was the gossipy moment. So Jimmy goes and tells Chelsea he loves her, the other girl. Chelsea goes into like the common quarters of the women, tells the women. Then one of the women, I think it was Laura, I don't remember any of their names, goes over to Jess and is like, look, girl to girl, you need to leave. Leave on your own accord. That is not your man. That is not your man. And there's been a lot of like this mentioned on other podcasts of them talking about whether this was okay or not. This was 100% okay. The girl didn't break anyone's confidence because she was like, I can't tell you why. I'm just telling you, you need, you should leave. You should leave. Now, this is why I love Jess. Jess did not, based on some chick saying, you should go, I can't tell you why, peace out. 
She did the right thing. She stood her ground and she went through the ending process with this dude because she's a grown ass woman. She's a grown ass woman. And I love that about her. Power to her. Now, do I think Jimmy and Chelsea are meant to be together? I don't know if they end up together. I don't know what happens. No, I don't. That's my opinion. There's also that means by Chelsea picking Jimmy that she and I'm not at this point yet. I'm guessing this is spoilers. Okay, that that Chelsea would have to let down. I forget the frat boy's name, but he's a frat boy. He's a mullet. And I just thought they were so perfect for each other. I hope they get together. I thought they were so perfect for each other. I really did. I I really think they have the same type of aura. I've never said that before in my life. I just thought it. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, Love is Blind is absolute, you know, crap. Like it's not, Love is not blind. There is a reason none of these relationships worked out. I think they could work out if they were given more time in the pod era. Here's the problem though. I think that half the issue is when you isolate someone and they're not in the real world and then you throw them into the real world. I understand it's an experiment, but it's a very, I think it's a flawed experiment because I'm not meeting someone in the real world. Therefore, the person I meet, I might not be with in the real world because I didn't meet you in the real world. I met you in a fantasy land. So I don't know. I feel, I, I feel a certain... I just feel like it's nonsense. It's a reality TV show. I think there's been some flukes and it's worked out for some people because they've really wanted to make it work. And I think fate can happen. I think chance is a good side of luck on your side. I forget that in the first season, there was a couple who got married. One of their names was Cameron. I'm forgetting the girl's name. I love her though. I'm forgetting her name. Or is her name Cameron? No, his name is Cameron. Dang it. I really liked them. I really liked them. I'm blanking on her name. That's so annoying. Yeah, they're they're married. They're together. They're the only couple I'm like, yeah, okay, this was meant to be. Anyway, that's my my theory on Love is Blind. If you go watch it on Netflix, please do so we can talk about it. DM me your 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 thoughts. Let me know. Also, the men on this season were not it. We're not it. Also, okay, I have another prediction. Again, I haven't watched the episode, so I don't know. Clay and AD get together. Those are two people on Love's Blind. They get engaged. A spoiler. The episodes have been out for a minute now. Um, I don't think they're going to make it. <laughs> I don't think it's going to make it. I think, I, I don't think it's going to make it. That's my prediction. Oh, I'm going to do Love is Blind predictions. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make it. I don't. I don't think... I think she saw a side of him she didn't like and she's moved past it. And I don't, that side hasn't gone away. So anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, last thing I want to say is my second best friend, Selena Gomez, released a song on love. Love on. <laughs> I keep doing that. And you should all go listen to it. It's a bop. It's a vibe. Definitely a weekend energy. And Selena is living her best life. She's barely doing any promo for it. She's l- releasing singles and just like, yeah. I'm in love. I'm over here with Benny Blanco. I'm in love. I'm I'm out to dinner every second night with him. So I can't I can't give you too much, you guys. Like I just love the energy. Selena is on top form. I think she's one of the sweetest humans on the planet. I, just go listen to her single. It's great. I hope she puts out an album. I really do. I don't think Selena would ever tour. I think that 
I don't I don't know. I, I don't know why I feel like she wouldn't, but I think she puts out music when she wants to put out music, and I like that for her. She's also like a CEO, an entrepreneur. Like she doesn't need to do music. You know what I mean? She does it because she wants to, and I respect the heck out of that. I think that's awesome. Just like my other best friend, Taylor. Anyway, moving on. Okay, you guys, that's today's episode. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you don't do anything too out of the box, but if you do, have fun doing it. Um, whatever happens, just remember, try not to die in a ditch. I think that's great advice. Like just keep it, keep it moving. Keep yourself alive. I think that's great advice to live by and whatever you do, just don't do anything I wouldn't do. And that gives you so much wiggle room. You'll be fine. Okay. I love you all. Have an awesome weekend and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.